0: Welcome to the Bethel Church Austin sermon of the week. We hope you enjoy this sermon by Pastor Joaquin Evans. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit BethelATX.com.
1: All right, all right. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, it's been full night already, but anybody got room for more? Come on, thank you, Jesus. God is expanding us in all kinds of ways, obviously just referencing the new building that we're, that is being built out right now. I was told today we're 100 days from completion on that. That's exciting. And uh, we're, we're expanding that way. God's also expanding our, our team and just bringing um, so many powerful people to the region because God uh, has a heart to do something powerful in this region. Not just in this house, in this region, because he wants to shake this region to shake nations. And, uh, and our, our good friends, uh, Richie and Chelsea Seltzer, just moved to town. They just got here, permanent. They're here, incredible uh, couple, power couple, um, just minister all over the planet. Uh, Richie leads people to Jesus everywhere he goes. And I literally mean that everywhere he goes. And uh, he once put a ladder up in my backyard to, uh, to, to uh, preach to some guys doing work in the yard behind us. And uh, we got to pray for it. it was, that's just how he lives his life. And uh, it's just good to get around people like that and just let what's on them jump on you and uh, restook the fire. Why don't you guys stand up? And it's Chelsea's birthday today. And uh, they just they just got to town, and it 's her birthday, so we want to wish you a happy birthday but uh, oh, I was telling them to stand up everybody stood up i 'm sorry i was I was trying to hi- I was trying to highlight them, but that is that is that is how much we honor you. everyone stands when you just walk in the room and this way bless these guys and um, hey, listen, I just would like to spoil Chelsea today so. If you just have a prophetic word for her, she just got to town and, uh, and, uh, Yeah, if you want to just bless them, give them a gift, put some money in their hand, give them a prophecy before they leave today, just let's shower them with blessing. But extend your hands towards them. And Father, we just thank you for this couple. We just ask that your ridiculous favor would be upon them. We just thank you for opening every door of favor, God. Just roll out uh, the red carpet of blessing and welcome. And we say we receive you in Jesus' name. Everyone said... Amen, and happy birthday, Chelsea! So glad you guys are here. And I'm serious; just bless them tonight. Just prophesy, prophesy. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> hey, I got um, I got one other surprise. And uh, there's a there's a young man here who who is given his life to Jesus. Oh, I don't know, he'll probably tell you exactly a year and a half ago or so, time flies. Uh, but he's just on fire for God now. And uh, we just had baptisms tonight. Uh, it's, we, we're here on this resurrection weekend, celebrating what God has done for us, but also what he's doing in us, amen? Amen. And uh, Colossians two. Where's that other microphone, Tristan? Let me just get that microphone in his hand. Just make your way up here. And uh, <clears throat> Second uh, Colossians. Sorry, Colossians chapter two verse 11 says this, in him you were also circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of sin of the flesh by circumcision Circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. And you, being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made us alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. That God raises us up with himself in his resurrection and uh, Tristan's got a powerful testimony so I'm just going to give him five minutes just to release heaven on you. Does that sound all right to you? He had about 15 minutes notice so we're just called to be ready in season out of season. Why don't you just tell us what God has done for you?
0: This thing on? Awesome. Yeah so uh two years ago I was a hardcore atheist um I hated Christians, I was doing drugs on the daily, Uh, my weekends were spent drinking and just getting, well, you know. Um, So one night, uh, March 9th, I was at a cheer banquet, and my friend was supposed to take me home, and instead he stopped here and forced me to go inside. Um, That's a good friend right there, come on, (laughs) go Zach. Needless to say, I was not happy. Um, So I come in, I sit down, and Renee was speaking that night, and she was talking about the love of God, kind of spoke to me a little bit, but I was just kind of like, all right, whatever, cool. Um, And so we did an altar call, and the worship team was up here, and they were just doing their thing, and out of nowhere, lead singer stops singing, and she's like, I don't know who this is for, but I need to sing it. And she starts singing the song, Amazing Grace, and it was the line, saved a wretch like me, and it literally just felt like someone stabbed me in the chest literally 20 seconds after that feeling someone else hops up on stage and then they're like if you don't know jesus and you want to know jesus or you need healing you need prayer come to this side of the stage and we will give it to you and right at that moment my friend looks at me and he's like you want to go like, yeah i do so we go over um little backstory. i was born with severe chronic back pain Initially what was happening is the muscles around my spine would tense up, and it would arc my spine into the shape of an S. Extremely painful. Uh, It gotten so bad to the point where I needed help to stand up if I was sitting down. It was hurting that bad. So uh, they began praying for me, and like 10 seconds in, I just feel this warm glow on my spine, almost like someone puts a heat pack on me. So... Right at the moment, my friend tells me to go sit down. I go sit down, and it's the first time in 16 years of my life that I did not have any back pain. <laughs> so after that, I give my life to Jesus. Um, yeah. Good decision, good yeah. decision. <laughs> Uh, not knowing what I was getting myself into, um, I meet the youth pastor here, Tim Speck, an amazing guy, but he just, he gets a group around, a group of people around me and they begin to pray and I black out. Um, next thing I see is a man walking towards me and he stops probably a foot in front of my face and I recognize that it's Jesus and he looks me dead in the eye and all he says is you're saved now, my son. He turns around and walks away. And so all all that pain, hurt, everything that I was trying to do to prove that this man was not real, shattered in a heartbeat. And it broke me. And so ever since then, I've had this yearning just to see his face more and more. And so I'm not going to give a a definite timeline, but uh, a lot of people like to say my life's like the book of Acts. Um, so four weeks after I get saved, I get healed of colorblindness. So far, (laughs) I'm just gonna go from from head to toe. So, uh, colorblindness, I've had both of my ears fully restored in hearing. Uh, I used to have a heart murmur. I don't anymore. Um, A few years ago, I caught a curveball to my knee, rotated my kneecap 90 degrees. Uh, super bad. That got healed. Um, as you already know, my back is healed. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're just waiting to see what happens next. Uh, But. Come on.
1: Come on. It's about to happen right now because Christ has risen. He's come to give life and life more abundantly. So listen, if you need a miracle in your body, I want you just to stay on your feet right now, specifically, especially if any of those things he called out, but it doesn't matter if you need a miracle in your body. And listen, I feel like I'm supposed to say there's no such thing as something too small for God. There's nothing too big for him, but there's nothing too small for him. So if that's you, you're like, eh, well, yeah. No, just stand up anyway. And if you, and, and uh, specifically the things that he called out, the, the hearing loss, ringing in the ears, scoliosis, if you caught a curveball to your knee, that's for you definitely. <laughs> and we're just going to pray a quick prayer because God has already risen. And he's already on the throne. And he's already good. And he's already decided that he loves you. So listen, if you're standing, put your hand up. Put your hand up if you're standing. If you're not standing with your hand up, just find someone who is and go and put your hand on them. And we're going to pray a quick, Tristan's going to pray a quick 30-second prayer. And we're just going to release the love of God. <laughs> someone say Love of God. Love of- and I just, before we pray, uh, and prayer, i just get to remind you again, he's already risen. <laughs> he's already done it. Yeah. He's already poured out his blood. <laughs> yeah. He's already released his fullness, his goodness, his joy. He already decided that he loves you. He's already paid. Whew, it's starting to happen already. He's already paid for your healing. He's already paid for your miracle. He's already released the grace whoa thank you father now if you're receiving prayer you have this you have this one job to do that's to receive in joy and to not overthink it if you cannot overthink it why because it's not by strength or by might but it's by his spirit says the lord thank you jesus he doesn't need our intellect to heal us he needs our surrender whoa that was a good word we just need to receive the grace that is in the room right now and that doesn't take your effort, that takes your surrender. Woo! if you can do that right now tonight, if you can just receive, not overthink it, just say, I can do that. I wasn't impressed with that response. If you're receiving and you cannot overthink it, I just want you to say, I can do that. All right, Tristan, just pray right now. Just take about 20 seconds and just pray. Release heaven on them right now. And yeah. you just agree with Tristan.
0: Yeah, Jesus, we, we, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for everybody in this room. We thank you that thank you've already paid the price for us to be healed. Yeah. Yeah. And, Lord, we just Trellbos. ask that you begin to pour out your healing spirit on everybody if there's any ailment in your in, in, in people's bodies right now i just command it to leave right Come now on. in the name of jesus in the name of jesus yeah yeah spirit <laughs> oh. spirit of injury i command you to leave oh, lifelong injuries i command you to leave right now in the name of jesus yeah yeah thank yeah. you jesus yeah. yeah thank you jesus lord we just ask that you do what you <laughs> what you paid to do right now
1: thank you lord in Jesus' name, Amen. As he was praying, I specifically felt tailbones. Stay standing, stay standing. For a moment, I specifically felt tailbones uh, being healed. Uh, tailbones that from injury had gone crooked. Uh, uh, tailbones being hurt and and. Um, Uh, Pain in the neck, carpal tunnel, I heard that specifically, but uh, like whiplash and injury in the neck, I also uh, saw that being healed as he was praying. So here's what I want you to do right now. If you were standing for prayer, I want you to check your body, but I want you, listen, I want you to look for what God has done, not what he hasn't done yet, because what he starts, he likes to finish. Now listen, listen, 2% is a testimony. If God brought if God brought a measure of breakthrough, we have the opportunity to either ignore it and it stops there, or to thank Him for it so it can increase. Thanksgiving is the seed bed of increase. Right now, take ten seconds. If you should tailbone, sit down on it. Uh, the 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 uh, ligaments. Check them out. Check your body right now. Move, bend, twist, jump up and down. Pick your wife up over your head. I don't know. Do something. Like, check your body, looking for what God has done, looking for what God has done in your body right now, in Jesus' name. Come on, we're we're about to have an opportunity to give God praise for his resurrection. Come on, thank you, Jesus. All right, you just checked your body. How many people can say that God brought some measure of breakthrough to your body right now, tonight? Put your hand up real high. Don't do a half elbow. Don't do this. Do this. And and start doing this so we can see. Just begin to wave. If God's bought some measure of breakthrough in your body, just begin to wave. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Keep waving. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise because you're alive. You're alive. You're resurrected. You're in the house. You're in the city. We thank you, Jesus. Now listen. If he's brought more than 10%, 10% or more breakthrough, keep waving. 20% or more, keep waving. 40% or more, keep waving. Like, really wave. 50% or more, keep waving. 70% or more, keep waving. Come on. 80% or more, keep waving. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. 90%. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Come on, let's give Jesus a big shout in here tonight. Come on. Thank you Tristan. Bless Tristan as he heads back down. Come on. It takes it takes courage to get up here and share what God has done. Is anybody in love with Jesus? I'm in love with Jesus. And uh I uh I love when God talks to multiple people at the same time. Especially love it when God just confirms things between Renee and I. And um, she shared a communion about the Saturday, the in-between, and and she told me that um, this this afternoon. And she didn't know that uh, that the night before I was thinking about service and. Similar. I was like, oh God, we're we're on Saturday night. You know, it's uh, this was on Friday. I was like, it was Good Friday and and then Easter Sunday and we have service on Saturday. I said we're we're kind of in between and and God said, Yes, it's it's like my bride. Going from death to resurrection. Going from from lack to fullness, going from orphans to sons and daughters how many people know that God is taking us on a journey, and it's a beautiful thing to be able to embrace this tension of the in-between. How many people know he's already paid the price? He's already paid the price, but we're learning how to receive what he's already given, and how to accept what he's already done. Thank you, Jesus. But the good news of the tension is that we're only going one direction. That- that the death came before the resurrection. And we're moving from glory to glory. That God God isn't isn't confused on what direction he's taking us. He's taking us into the fullness that he has paid the highest price for. It's a good day to be alive. And there's there's a few things on my heart that I feel like God is, is uh, releasing into His bride just to rem- to move us further into the fullness that He's already paid for, and you know I, I, we've had we had snowmageddon. A while back. Uh, so I have I have these certain these certain things that God put on my heart that I didn't get to preach for various reasons. Like church was shut down, and we had a last minute, we had guest speaker, and, and so I have this this collection of things, and so I just pray it comes out with some sense of cohesiveness tonight. But God is good, and God wants his bride to live in the fullness that he's paid for. And he wants his bride to walk in love and unity so that she can be radiant without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. And how many people know that his bride is not just a single church, not just the church of a single city, but his bride is the body the whole world over. That he loves his whole body, amen? I was, uh, just uh, this week, our daughter who's eight was, she came down the stairs singing and she loves to sing. She sings all the time. She came down the stairs singing. She says, I love you like you love me. That was her song. No, I I love you, I love you like I love me. That's what I meant to say. I love you like I love me. She was just singing that. That was the chorus of her little song, her little eight-year-old song that she made up. I love you like I love me. And uh, and the you know the the daddy thing inside is like oh that's cute she doesn't know that she's messing up the words <laughs> and but then Holy Spirit nudged me and he said it's in the Bible <laughs> you know I, I'm the pastor she's eight but she's she's got it figured out. <laughs> The Holy Spirit said it's in the Bible. And we all know it. Matthew 22, verse 35 to 40. Master, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. That we should love our neighbor as we love ourselves. I want to camp on that for a minute because I feel like that we, you know, we've just experienced uh, a pandemic in the world. And that rose all kinds of things to the surface. But I'm not, I'm not even talking about COVID, I'm talking about our response as the body of Christ on social media. We just have experienced an epidemic of the body not being very Christ-like to each other. But how many people know that God is moving us one direction? From glory to glory. From death to Resurrection. And I believe that social media is a two-edged sword. And that it, it, is a, it is a powerful resource, but it also is revealing what is really going on under the surface. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we have some work to do as the body of Christ. Because he's calling us to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And here's what's unique, that, God, that God's version of revival happens in family. Can I get amen to that? <laughs> that God, if God wasn't into family, he wouldn't have called himself father. But you know what is unique about God's, God's family, his chosen people, the nation of Israel, one nation, his people, but it had 12 tribes. And each tribe had a, a distinct calling and characteristics and gifts, strengths and weaknesses. Each tribe was unique, and how many people know that God wanted it that way? Yeah. And that God, God has one family, but He's into diversity. And that, that for us to move into the fullness that Christ has prayed for, how many people believe that we're getting ready to see an incredible move of God? <laughs> and I really feel like, I feel like, you know, we're pressing into things in this house. We have some amazing churches in the city. We have some amazing unity. One of the fathers in the city, Richard Nash, is here visiting us tonight, the pastor of True Life Church, and just really pressing in for unity and uh, and for the things of the kingdom, but for us to embrace all that God wants to do, he needs us to love each other. He's calling us into unity. He's calling us into family. And I love, I think it was at our, our launch conference a couple years ago that Eric Johnson said, we're not trying to rally people under one roof. We're trying to rally people under w- one father. <clears throat> And so if God, if God has 12 tribes with unique strengths, unique calling, unique characteristics, unique giftings, that, that, that God, when he, when he released the 12 identities, how, how many people know he didn't say, he didn't call one greater than the other. He didn't say you're all supposed to be like one. If he wanted it that way, he would have made it that way. that he created diversity on purpose. And I believe that God is into diversity because we're supposed to need each other. It's how the body is supposed to function. And I think that as we're, as we're called to love our neighbor as we love ourselves, I think we're getting better as the body at loving our, loving our house or our tribe. And we're encouraging each other, and we're loving, and we're prophesying, and we're, I'm into your gifts and I'm into your calling, and, and yes, I see God on you, but how about the next house over? How about the next tribe over? How good a job are we doing at loving people who love Jesus, but they have some differences from us? Because we're called to love the whole body. Yeah. And, you know, we're called, we're called the major to focus major on the majors. Like Jesus died, he came and lived a perfect sinless life, and he died on the cross for us. And, man, he shed his blood for us. That, that people who love Jesus, who believe in his death, his resurrection, and the blood of Christ, that there are brothers and sisters. Amen. You know what I you know what I think? I think God likes all styles of worship. It's just a thought. <laughs> I think God loves the strengths and the gifts in every unique stream of the body of Christ. And I think he's into every one of those strengths, and he's into every one of those streams. Yeah. Do you know the, 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 the 12 tribes, and Judah and Benjamin and Gad, and the tribes, you know the, the, the tribe would often be called by the household of his patriarch, yeah. the household of Benjamin. Yeah. But we're not called to just love our house. The body of Christ isn't just a house. It's all of his people. Thank you, Jesus. When can we start loving our brothers and sisters as we love ourselves? Like, when can we get as excited for some breakthrough in another house who's in another tribe and when i say tribe i'm talking about streams you know like we're 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 in this stream of god and and we fellowship with these churches and we have we all have the same guest speakers we all read the same books and we're we're awesome and everybody else is wrong <laughs> you know i i love my pastor and i love my church and you guys, you're almost just like us, so I love you too. And you guys read all the same books we do, go to the same conferences. You're cool. The six of us, we're good. Everybody else is wrong. Can we please get over that hump? Can we start loving like Jesus loves? Now, listen, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about endorsing sin, at all, ever, and I love, you know, I don't, I don't love, but I think it's funny that the people who are, always, who are always the self-appointed judges, they're calling out everybody else on every little nuance and er, like, like they have it all figured out. <laughs> There's some absolutes in the kingdom, but I tell you, I'm pretty sure of this, when I get to heaven, Jesus isn't going to look at me and go, you got it 100% right. They're going to be confetti and she's like, you're the first one ever. You got it 100% right. Listen, if we're not 100% right, why are we throwing so many darts and arrows? And I, the, the people who are these self self we both judges and they're, they're bringing the hammer and they're calling everybody out on everything else. Guess what? They're not 100% right either. But they're always used the, yeah, you know, they just, <laughs> they, they talk so un like to the fellow brothers and sisters. And they always used the like, well, Jesus rebuked the Pharisees. Well, listen, the Pharisees were on a mission to deny the divinity of Christ. And they followed him everywhere. He went trying to disprove that he was the son of God. How many people know that's a little bit different than our brothers and sisters who haven't got it all figured out yet, but they're in process? They love Jesus. They believe that he died for their sin. They believe in the power of the blood, the death, the resurrection. They just have read some different books than we do and worship in a different style than we do. Listen, those aren't the people we should be throwing darts at. Those are the people we should be embracing, loving on, encouraging, championing, celebrating. Oh, what happens when the body of Christ begins to love like the body of Christ? How many people know love covers a multitude of sin? How many people know that there's healing in unity? There's a commanded blessing in unity. Thank you, Jesus. In First Peter, Peter says it this way: in First Peter three eight, and this is the uh, Passion translation. Now this is the goal, to live in harmony with one another and demonstrate affectionate love, sympathy, and kindness towards other believers. Let hu- listen to this. Let humility describe who you are as you, as you dearly love one another. Well, can we just hold that verse right there up to social media? <laughs> Can I read it again? (laughs) Let humility describe who you are as you dearly love one another. Never retaliate when someone treats you wrongly, nor insult those who insult you, but instead respond by speaking a blessing over them. That's what happens every day on Facebook. Because a blessing is what God promised to give you. For the scripture tells us, whoever wants to embrace true life and find beauty in each day must stop speaking evil, hurtful words, and never deceive in what they say. Always turn from what is wrong and cultivate what is good. Eagerly pursue peace in every relationship, making it your prize." For the eyes of the Lord Yahweh rest upon the godly, and his heart responds to their prayers. And his heart responds to their prayers, but he turns his back on those who practice evil. I think God wants to release a healing salve over his body. And it's going to happen in love. Many years ago, there was a, it's just, I'm just... I'm passionate for revival, if you haven't figured that out yet. But I love everything that God does, and I love it when God shows up in ways that just break our mindsets and shows up in ways that that it's undeniably God. And uh, I mean, back in the day of videotapes, I would just wear out videotapes. So, the the, the Brownsville revival baptism nights, oh my goodness. Oh, sir, people who go into the baptismal tank and get delivered to drugs, they get delivered to demons. They had catchers at their baptismal tank. <laughs> Four men would have to drag people unconscious out of the water because the power of God just hit them when they get, go into the baptismal tank. Apparently I'm more excited about that than you are. But, but another video that I wore out was called, it's called World Set on Fire by the Holy Spirit. And it's this man named Dennis Balcom, his ministry in, to the underground church in China. He was a Westerner, but God sent him to China. He ministered all the underground church's craziest testimonies. And, and he put this video, he just... just uh, Video crew just followed him all around the world as he's ministering. And Holy Spirit would pour out uniquely in in all these different countries based on what the people needed. That was so beautiful. There's scenes of children in China laid out in just unconscious, in deep intercession, tears and weeping, and they're just on the ground. And, and in, in, in Russia, the joy of the Lord is just hitting people. <laughs> these, these people who look like they haven't smiled in 20 years are just folded over laughing. And, and, and like God would just touch people in all these unique ways. Why? Because it's one family with 12 tribes. But God's into them all. And there was this one scene, I believe it was in Thailand, and these people were up at the altar of this church, and they were in deep, uh, intimate intercession, and they were just encountering God, and and they had these, um, they looked like chopsticks, I don't know what they actually were, but they all of them were all on their face, and tears just streaming out there, and they're on the ground, and they're tapping these... These, uh, these sticks on the ground, and it was like part of their intercession. It's just this video. as It's clipping from nation to nation, and it, it doesn't explain the scene. And I was, I was perplexed. I was like, God, I get the flopping, and I get the crying, and I get the laughing, and I get all that stuff. I've seen all that, right? Uh, isn't it funny how we're comfortable with what we've experienced? You're like, oh, I get all that until we get to something that we haven't experienced. Then we're like, oh, I'm not That's suspect. And, and so these people are tapping, they stay, they're crying, and they're obviously in deep intercession with God, and they're tapping all of them, and some of the sticks had broken, and they don't even know, they're just, and I was like, God, what is this? I don't understand, like, what's, what's up with the sticks? And this is what Holy Spirit said to me. He said, does it matter? They're doing it unto me. all I need to know, God. You're into it. I'm good with it. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I like it. You like it, so I like it. Let's get some chopsticks. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> We're not the judge and the jury. We're meant to be the extension of his love. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, listen, there's things that, that we, there's the minor things that we don't all agree on, but it doesn't matter. Listen, it doesn't matter if you, if you uh, have certain worship in, uh, instruments in your worship or not. Do you love Jesus? Are you worshiping him? Do you believe in his blood? Do you believe in the death and the resurrection? Then you're my brother and my sister, and I love you, and I want to see your breakthrough. Something's going to happen when we start to love. Listen, when Christ died, we're here on Saturday in the tension between Good Friday and Easter Sunday, and we're in the tension in this moment that was silent, but he broke the silence on Sunday, and he was resurrected back to life. And how many people know that he didn't come back to life for a fractured bride? Thank you. Come on. We will. Uh... <laughs> you can interrupt me with good news anytime. I like it. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, there's a commanded blessing on unity, and love heals. It might just keep. It might just keep growing. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we love you, Father. He didn't. He wasn't resurrected for a fractured bride. He's got one body with many parts. We need to learn how to appreciate the other parts. It's the last thing I'm going to say about this, and then then I'm going to move on. But I believe that God creates diversity on purpose, not just because he likes it, but because we need it. And we need the different strengths and and, and gifts, but here's what I actually mean in addition to that, is that we actually need diversity because we need to be humble enough into honor. If we all look the same, I wouldn't need to honor your unique gifts. I would just honor in you what looks like me. I love love what Danny Silk says. He says, I love the me that I see in you. (laughs) It's so easy just to connect with people who look like you and act like you and talk like you. And I love the me that I see in you, you're awesome. I, I see a lot of me in there. You're awesome. I, you and me, we're going to get along just fine. But God doesn't do that on purpose because honor is so central to the kingdom. He actually creates people different, and He's waiting for us to figure out that He's into both groups. And it's like, oh, you look different than me, you worship different than me, you think different than me, you have, you have a slightly different value system than me, you have a different timetable than me, but you, God loves you, and you love God, and I love you, and I'm celebrating you. How many people know that we are all grafted in to his people, Israel? That we, most of the people in this room are Gentiles that we've been grafted in by the grace of God to his people, amen? Yeah. That God, I believe, this is me, but I believe that God is so much into this, this honor thing that, that he creates diverse groups so much. Do you know that, that for the Gentiles to come into their fullness, that they have to honor Israel? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a true question, Yes. <laughs> Try it one more time. Yes, we, right? We, that for the Gentiles to come into their fullness, they have to honor and pray for Israel. Do you know that for Israel to come into her fullness, that she has to honor what God's doing in the Gentiles? It actually says that God's going to do a measure on the Gentiles that's going to stoke them to jealousy. And when they honor what God's doing, she'll come into her fullness, That God's like, yeah, I'm just going to create two great. And when you learn to get along, when you learn to love, when you learn to honor. Phew. Thank you, Jesus. All right. What else do we want to talk about tonight? <laughs> Thank you, Father. Honor dismantles self-centeredness. humility and selflessness is a key to the kingdom coming you know i i believe that that we experience disunity when we have a when we have a lack of personal contentment in god us, can I say that again? I believe we experience disunity when we have a lack of personal contentment in God. When we feel empty is when we need to attack other people. And it's, it, it, it is the kindergarten, elementary school, things we were supposed to learn. You know that statement? Things I was supposed to learn in kindergarten. It is that that, that if I don't feel full Artificially, if I tear you down, I feel fuller. How many people know that that's the devil's version of fool? And that we have a whole bunch of people that think it's their job to cut down everyone else and point out everything else that they're doing wrong and throw darts and point fingers, but guess what? The reality is those people are empty. Listen... (laughs) Can I let you in on a secret? When you're fooling God, nobody has time for that. <laughs> when you're when you're so full of the love of God that changes everything, you're too busy overflowing and that giving that away. You're too busy encouraging, loving, healing, saving, multiplying, releasing, to be worried about what someone else is doing wrong. Huh? I'd rather be full than empty. That, that I believe that we are in a season that God is inviting us right now in this season into a, a fullness and a contentment like never before. Do you know, I actually believe that we are in a thin place season, that we've just come out of, you know, uh, not even fully out, but this year, year of turmoil. Anyone notice that the last year was kind of rough? <laughs> We've come out of this year of turmoil, but I believe that, that the result is that there is a thin place for contentment for those who will seek it. It's the glory of God to conceal a matter. It's the glory of kings to search out a matter. That God is actually saying, okay, Distraction has come your way. All these things that that are vying for your attention, who is going to pay the price to to press in now and to find me and my peace and my security and my contentment? I believe it's thinner right now. Even as a result of the season that we've come out of, that it's thinner right now. You know, in the natural, that the the most millionaires are made in a down market. When the market crashes, when everybody else is, is distracted and running from the hills and catching, like, oh, run! When everyone else is running, the millionaires are coming in, they're swooping up the spoils. They're like, oh, things are crashing by everything. And that's, that's a natural analogy, but I feel like, in a similar way, that people are running. But there's treasures waiting to be picked up for those who will press in. And I I actually had a funny picture, and I always feel like I'm apologizing for the pictures that God gives me, because they're just cartoonish and silly, but that's... God knows what I need. So, so I, saw this, I saw this picture of, the, of a person sitting on the couch, and I knew, it was, I knew it was the bride, and the person just got up from the couch, and they went over to the refrigerator, and they opened the refrigerator, and they just started taking and just eating and filling themselves up, just filling, filling, filling. I said, God, what are you showing me? He said, I'm showing you Isaiah 55. If you got your bible open isaiah fifty five It's that good. you should read it with me because when we're full, when we're content in God, we don't have time to worry about other people's perceived areas of Weakness. We don't have time to throw darts. We don't have time to throw shade and shame, strife and envy. We're in the fullness of God. Isaiah 55. Ho, everyone who thirsts. How many people? Everyone Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come. Buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me, hear and your soul shall live and i will make an everlasting covenant with you the sure mercies of david indeed i have given him as a witness to the people a leader and a commander for the people and it goes it goes on this whole chapter i wish i could read the whole thing <clears throat> seek the lord while he may be found verse 6 call upon him while he is near Verse 8, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Verse 11, show shall my word be that goes from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but shall accomplish what I please, and shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Verse 12, I love this. For you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you. And the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress tree. And instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Thank you, Jesus. So, what happens that, that we are going out with singing, and the, the land itself actually responds and rejoicing, and we move into this everlasting covenant of peace with God. What sets all that up? Coming to the refrigerator freely and buying without money. Being satisfied in the goodness. And the fullness of God. All of those promises. Can I read the beginning again? Everyone who thirsts comes to the water. And you have no money. Come buy and eat. Yes come buy wine and milk without money. And without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread. And your wages for what does not satisfy. The end of verse 3. And let your soul delight itself in in abundance can you feel it it's like I know it's silly but the refrigerator door is open he's a good father he's a good father and when you come home to your parents house you don't have to ask if you go in the refrigerator you have a good father and he has abundance of good things to give us. How many people know that he didn't that he w- didn't die and resurrect for a skinny bride? <laughs> he wants us to be filled to the fullness, the fat and the marrow. <laughs> Some trigger words in the West, I guess. <laughs> How many people know what I'm talking about? Huh? Oh. There is an open door right now. There's an open door of blessing to come and to step in right now. Not tomorrow. Not yesterday. Right now to begin to receive from the fullness of God like never before that his bride isn't walking around uh, malnourished and hungry how many people know that when we get that when we're hungry we get irritable listen you just open up facebook and you're like oh you haven't been eating enough you're hangry listen god's not coming back for a hangry bride He's coming back for a bride who's been filling herself with his fullness and delighting her heart in his pleasure. Thank you, Jesus. Let humility describe you as you dearly love one another. What happens when the world actually begins to look at the body of Christ and go, wow. Look how they love one another. They're defined by humility and love. Thank you, Jesus. It's time for us to satisfy ourselves in the goodness of God. Can I have the worship team come back up? Thank you, Father. It's time to be satisfied in his goodness. Anybody have more room? Room for more of his goodness. You know, I've we've had several occasions since we started the church here, that the aroma of fresh baked bread has shown up. And I'm, I, I'm sensing it again in the spirit. It's just, it's just prophetic, <clears throat> but God is breaking, baking fresh bread. He's offering his fullness in this season. Look, it, it's, it's a thin place right now. And He's inviting you to come and eat and to drink, to buy wine and milk. Thank you, Jesus. We can't say that we want more of God if we're uncomfortable taking time to receive more of God. (laughs) Jesus. Taking time to receive more of God should only be considered hyper-spiritual if intimacy with God is hyper-spiritual. Thank you, Jesus. A servant gets close enough to be attentive. A friend gets close enough to be aware. But a lover gets close enough to be intertwined. It's the season to be filled with the pleasure of the Father. This fresh, fresh baked bread in the atmosphere of heaven. The refrigerator is open. The Father is saying, It's all here. Whatever you want, come and take, come and eat, come and receive, come and get filled to the fullness. Come and get so full of my love that you're not worried about what someone else is doing, whether they're getting it right or they're getting it wrong. All you're worried about is his gaze and his goodness, his grace, and it's overflowing out of you, changing hearts and minds and lives everywhere you go. And you want to have more room. Well, thank you, Jesus. Jesus. We come in like a servant just enough to be aware. Oh yeah, worship, worship was good. Worship was good last night. Yeah, God was there. How many people know he doesn't want to, he doesn't call us servants, he calls us friends. <laughs> a friend moves past just being aware. Sorry, attentive. Servants attentive. I'm here. If you need anything, you let me know and I'll respond. A friend is aware. A good friend, you don't even have to say anything. They can just tell, oh, you need a hug. <laughs> oh, you need a night out. Oh, I'm out shopping. I know my friend would like this. Did they ask for it? No. You're close enough to be aware. But then there's another level where God's calling us to be lovers. Where it's not just attentive or aware, but it's intertwined. Where actually the two become one because he's coming back for a bride. Amen. Where the two become one where your needs become my needs. That didn't go over well. (laughs) That... That your struggles become my struggles. What breaks your heart breaks my heart. What excites you excites me. That we actually become intertwined. Can we let God fill us with more tonight? On this resurrection weekend, can we remember what he's done for us? If you got room for more, If you want to move from attentive to aware and from aware to intertwined, I just want to invite you to stand your feet tonight. Oh. <laughs> I just feel the goodness of God pulsating. <laughs> and I feel like that tonight that God wants to take some people into breakthrough realms of coming in and feasting on his goodness. And I actually want to pray for some people. I want to lay hands on people. It's been too long since we've just laid hands on a whole bunch of people. But I wanna pray corporately, and then I'm gonna invite up some people individually. If you need to go, you're welcome to, to go after this prayer. If you got kids in Kids Church, please go and get them. But Father, we just declare, just put your hand on your heart for me. Father, we just declare that we're hungry. God, we don't wanna come full of our own ideas, full of knowledge. We want to come humble and hungry. And Father, we don't want to come with money that doesn't buy your wine and your milk and your bread. We don't want to come with empty work, our own labor, our own ability, our own self-righteousness. Father, we want to come to your refrigerator that's wide open. We want to come and eat and drink and to be full to overflowing. In Jesus' name. Well, God's going God's to gonna pour out his filling and his fullness on some people tonight. So we're going to open up the altars in a moment, and people can come. We're going to go back into worship in this house, and God's just going to pour out his goodness. But I want, to, I want to actually just, I want to bless some people that you feel like that you're on the precipice, that you are hungry, but you didn't know that the refrigerator was open. You didn't know that God was calling you just to be full To overflowing. And if that's you, I just want to invite you to make your way up to the front right now. You're like, this is my season. I want to invite you first because I just feel it. The presence of God is just crackling. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, your fullness, your fullness, your fullness. Come on, there's a few more people. Like, you need a shift in your season. You need a shift in your perspective. You've been, you've been running on empty. You've been running thin. You've been, you've been going after good things, but you've forgotten to stop at your father's house and fill up from the refrigerator of his goodness and his pleasure. Wow. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you thank you thank you, 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 thank you. Team, there's a bunch of people up here. <laughs> if I can get the team. We're just going go to go into worship, and we're just going to begin to play for, pray for these people that are up here. But everyone who wants to just hang out and just let the goodness of God just just come without money, <laughs> without your effort, <laughs> Without your ability, without self-righteousness, and just by, just just come, and God's just going to begin to fill us to overflowing tonight. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to begin to pray for these. If you, if you're, Whenever you're ready to go, we bless you. Have a great, a great Easter tomorrow, a great resurrection day tomorrow. Be blessed with family. Have a great night. We bless you with fullness. Go and get your kids if you want. Bring them back in to the room as we begin to pray for these. If you just want to come to the front, just get in the worship. You're more than welcome. We're just going to let God fill us now. But I bless you. I bless you in Jesus name and everyone said amen all right bless you guys just worship team take us into heavenly places
0: thanks for listening to the sermon of the week for more information about this podcast and other resources please visit bethelatx.com